Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we are discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, family, and welcome to Good News with Twanda Black. I am your host. We talk with folks from all walks of life about their good news because ultimately, if your brothers and sisters are doing well, you're doing well, all right? Sit back, relax, and enjoy my next guest. Joining us today is Bishop Michael Strickland. He is pastor of Victory Tabernacle Church International here in Atlanta. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing very well. How are you today? Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for taking out time. You pastors are so busy these days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think when y'all learned about church building and growth and all of that, and oh my God, it just, it, uh, to me, pastors were always busy, but I think today's pastor is extremely busy. Don't you think? I do. It's a, it's a different, um, time for us. My father was a pastor. And so I look at what he had to really work through. It's a lot different yeah. than what we're working through. Now. It, it, it is different. Yes, ma'am. And mm -hmm. I, I would venture to say that um, if we don't shift our perspective on it, mm -hmm. it's going to be even more, I guess I can use this word, uh, more work, you know, if we don't shift our perspective on yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's a lot though. And, and then post pandemic, Oh yeah. Shifted it another because now we're contending with having to do this. I'm very relational and I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you. One of the, one of the toughest things for me going through the pandemic was not being able to at least greet the people that I serve. I went, I went through a very low place in that because I'm very, I'm into people. Yeah. And so post pandemic, it has, it has shifted even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've got to deal with the televisions. And Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing is that everybody wanted to be global. Now you're global. Now you're global for real. And <laughs> you didn't want to be global, right? <laughs> it's real now. Yes. You know, my, past, my pastor was the same way. And so we had to find a way to, as much as possible, be as personable and in relationship with folks when you couldn't touch them you know exactly. how do you, how do you do that how do you figure that out some pastors didn't do anything right. but a lot a lot of pastors really kept in touch with their people which was a good thing because people needed that we needed you guys we needed you know we needed our pastors we needed our friends during that time mm -hmm. and, yeah. and 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 for our membership uh, because we shifted and mm -hmm. we had to to shift the method yeah, I was, I was I was working diligently. We always have this thing in our ministry where we reach out through this call multiplier piece. But I was making sure then, hey, at least twice the month, let's zoom together outside yeah. from Bible study just to have a session and say, hey, how's everybody doing? Right, right. How, how are you working through the process? Because it really did a work on uh, people in general, and I think it's still doing a work. We've just yeah. not identified it as such. It's, it's, it has affected us. So to, to do it differently. And so I have um, one of my daughters is um, working with me, walking alongside me. So that when the Lord says to me, it's time for me to restructure my life, um, she'll be the one that will, will work, will, will step in and take the work on. And uh, in that process, we had to shift our thinking. 
Mm -hmm. The road route we were taking wasn't included inclusive of COVID. That's right. And That's so right. Now, and we have members. We have members in other states. And so, how do we e-church them? You know, how do we're we doing the same thing. Yeah. We're doing the same thing. We're doing. We include them. We talk to them. We mm -hmm. we chat with them. We do everything we need to do. And mm -hmm. and I'm sure within ministry and the confines of what you pastors have to do, you find a way to also connect with them. You know, yes. outside of outside of church. So it's an amazing time, I think, for pastors mm -hmm. and yes. more busy than ever. But you're right. If you don't watch out this thing is gonna the work is gonna be overwhelming it's gonna be too much and and so i i love my pastor uh pastor clinton mcfarland he talks to, he takes vacations yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know he works he works a lot now i have to, I, he's amazing he works a lot but he takes vacations i find pastors that never take vacations i'm like so when you drop in the pulpit because i have seen it with my own eyes i've mm -hmm. seen people drop dead in the pulpit mm -hmm. and and they just kind of okay just carry them out and keeps moving yes you got to understand that you got to take care of yourself so you can take care of us and you can take care of your family and your children and mm -hmm. all of that take care of yourself my god and, and, and for me uh, two things i saw my dad do this work and my dad was all in it mm -hmm. And I don't know what it was about him taking a break or taking vacations. It just, I don't know if he just wasn't built that way. Wouldn't do it. Right. It's yeah. that generation. They would not take vacations. Yeah. So it said something in their psyche. Mm -hmm. It said something about weakness. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the second thing is, I want you to know that I am right down the street from your church. Ah, are you really? Yes, ma'am. So if you come out of your if you come out of your church, come down mm -hmm. towards uh, the 155 in. Mm -hmm. Take that right at the food depot. Mm -hmm. Go to the very next rent light. There's a school right there, and the new Publix. Take a left right there. Our church is right there. What? Oh, we, that's amazing. And yes, we are neighbors. Oh yes, we are. Yes, we are. That is wonderful. Now, and and you know, talking about. Um, you're a native of Atlanta, preacher's kid, of course, and and also within seeing your father in in this profession, you've seen Atlanta. Uh, I always talk about how I've seen Atlanta change and grow. Talk about that for a moment, because that's very interesting for those of us who have been here forever or that were born here. Yes, ma'am. It has it has taken a major shift. Uh, if I can remember back in 1986, maybe 85, 86 was when I began to recognize the shift that had taken place in Atlanta, yeah. where we used to be. I feel like we used to we we were very friendly and very family oriented mm -hmm. and very neighborly and very loving and caring. Something happened, I believe, back in 85, 86. And I vividly remember uh, going to high school at the time. It was George High School. Uh, I remember going to the high school at that time. And one of the parties that I attended, I was a very, I was very into partying. Let, let me just leave it at that. I was, this, I'm, I'm the social guy. Uh, I love being around people. And at after that party, um, I, I heard that one of the gentlemen that was at the party after I left uh, was thrown over the balcony. And from that moment, I began to see changes 
in the city of Atlanta. Mm. Our parents were very involved when we were growing up. They were into our education. They were into yes. our lives. They were into everything concerning us. And something shifted. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I thank my mom for being the kind of mom she was. And when my dad was alive, I would I I would thank him not as much because I got all the whippings, right? I mean, I, I was that I was just that kid. <laughs> but in hindsight, I, I, I'm thankful for the love that was shown, the discipline that was displayed, the work work ethics that I saw, the caring for families. And so it shifted. And being an educator, I saw it happening in the school. Yeah, yeah. I saw children coming in differently. It was tough for me because I grew up under the um, discipline of you never disrespect adults. Right. I don't care whether they're your mama, your grandmother, they're in your house. Or you don't know them. Right. Right. You always respect it. And when that level of respect became compromised, yeah, and when yeah. children realized, I don't have to do what you say, you're not my right. mom, blah, 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 I right. saw things shift in the city. Mm. And so all of my years of, of teaching was, was in the seat of Atlanta. I was mm-hmm. in the state of Atlanta, and so I'm a, I'm a product of the Atlanta public school system. So I went back to teach because I loved what was taught to me. Yeah, I love what was poured into me. And when I began began to teach, I saw it. So I wanted to give back to that community what was given me. And about 10 to 12 years in, I saw things shifting even more. The disrespect yeah. was at its all time high. Um, well, you know, when the parents come up and want to beat you. Yes. Yeah, you got a problem. Yeah, and you, and you got a problem. Now you see where the kids get it. Exactly. So if you don't respect your mom at home and you do all that, and, and it was tough for me. Uh, lady to wonder. I, I'll be the first to admit it was tough for me because my mama taught me if you hit me as a kid, I'm going to hit you back. And so I told all my kids, I told all my administrators, please let's be clear. Do not hit Mr. Strickland because he <laughs> is not of the mindset to know that you are a kid. I mean, you know, if you're bold enough and adults, yeah. of course that would put us in all other kind of situations, but I noticed that shift when the level of respect, especially for professions and professionals that we yes, honor, yes, we lost it. Yes, the, yes. the church used to be the voice in the community. Who? Not that now. Was the place. Yeah. And when folks yeah. started disrespecting the the local assembly, the local assemblers, and the leaders of the assembly, that's when the problems began. Yeah. And, and we start infiltrating other systems into our systems. Um, trying to make it work here, you know, and so I, I saw it back in the eighties, and um, um, I've been praying and um, being a pastor now, asking the Lord uh, to lead me where He needs me, that I might be most effective to be the salt and the light to bring His colors and His season to the earth, because there has to be something that takes place. Absolutely. 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 And it has to start with us. The church has to go back to being the church. Yes, ma'am. You know, um, we, we just, we, um, we, that's, that's a whole nother day of talking. (laughs) We started out about that. Um, I want to tell you though, we graduated from the same high school. Yes. (laughs) I went to George, I went to George high as well, but you're, you're some years younger than me. Really? Yes, we'll talk about that offline. Yes, man, we have who, to. Who was your principal then? It was Mr. Wallace Beer. And oh, my, he was my principal. Okay, the assistant principal was Dr. Brown. She was my principal. She was my assistant too. Listen, 
And when I, I tell you, Dr. Brown didn't play, and she was, the, and, and that that's where, and that's why I feel that things shifted because she was now. Yeah. <laughs> the educators then were almost our, our extended parents. They were. They yes. were. And exactly. they, they they would make they would make us because my parents knew my my our administrators. Yes. And all Dr. Brown had to say was, you don't want me to call Linda mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Dr. Hopi. You, you don't want that. I'm like, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then there was Miss Frida Booker who was there. Yes. Uh, Mr. Eberhardt. Yes, he was one of my teachers. Absolutely. Yes. Look, here here was the thing about uh Dr. Brown. She was a member of my church. So I had to double whammy. I didn't play with her. I, yeah. We did not play yes. with Catherine Brown. Yes, we, we did not play with her. And she no. made it. She made it known. I'm the boss, and you're gonna respect what I say. And oh, we respected her. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we respected Dr. Bill too. I mean, we respected yes. all of our teachers during that time. Yes. You know, I, I I salute you for going back into the school system to give what you got, although. Things were just transitioning out of, you know, the respect and the honor mm. for the teachers. You know, mm. it, it's it's been an amazing shift. So we need to talk about your music. Yes, you got a new song out. If my people, uh, you, you were blessed to be with Sherry Jones Moffat, and uh, so talk about it. I didn't I didn't even know you were a singing pastor. It's nothing like a good singing pastor. Thank you, ma'am. So I started at George High mm -hmm. in the 10th grade uh, with Miss Linda Crumbly as the teacher. Let me back up because elementary school was Miss Terry. Mm -hmm. Middle school, it was Miss Washington at, at Crawford Lone. Then when I got to high school, 10th grade was when I really took the music. I was been singing all of my life. Mm -hmm. In the 10th grade when I got with her, that I took the music seriously and I decided because being a football player was just not going to be, it, it was just not, it, it wasn't in my deck of cards. It just, it just wasn't. But of course, every, every guy had to go that route because everybody, every guy, every guy had to do sports. Right, so right. Almost like, hey, that's it. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that was not really me. So, so here, here, here's an interesting fact. I was supposed to take over when Luther Vandross died. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was in my head, right? That was in my head. In my and so uh, the music career for me began then. I did a lot of singing at George High School. I would do the Carnation. Um, Miss George at the time was Erica. Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. all of those. And so singing has always been a part. Then I took piano under Miss Crumbling. And I just extended went to the governor's on this program th through the high school. Then I went straight into college and I did my music degree. And what my plan was, was to go there, get the degree, and become a traveling performer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, in my mind, I'm supposed to jump on the scene when Luther Vandross, when 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 Luther's name began began to be like a fade. Michael Strickland's name was supposed to come on the scene, right? That, 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 that was your plan. College, fast forward, and my professor, Dr. David Johnson, says to me, he says, "Michael, listen, you're a great singer, uh, but I've seen this before. Why don't you get you an education degree just in case the singing and the performance doesn't work, mm -hmm. and you can teach." You'll have all that together and you can just go that route. Well, in hindsight, what I did was uh, I took the teaching position because I graduated in July 91. In August, I had a job in the Atlanta public school system. Wow. Back with the same teachers that taught me. So they knew Michael. 
Mm -hmm. So I got in the system and for 30 years, 27 plus 30 years, 27 to 31 years, I did the teaching. It, the money was good. Mm -hmm. Everything was great then. So when I when I when I went when I went there, I just kind of stayed. But in my mind, I knew that I'm supposed to be a singer. Mm. I'm, I, I believe, and now I know the Lord has called me to do global ministry. And so with that, uh, I left the district in May of last year. Uh, my wife and I got into agreement. We prayed. The Lord gave me, a, a, as my grandmother would call it, the may go. Yeah. And um, so I left the district and I had done that before, twice. But I went back because I was, my faith wasn't as solid. And mm -hmm. I didn't have, I, I, listen to this, I threw away my confidence in the promise of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I had to get back on track. And so my wife and I got into agreement last May. And so I, 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 I came on, on board full time with this. And I am so, I was thinking about that Monday morning, how thankful I am to God that I am in purpose now, walking out the plan. It has something to do with me being the next Luther back then, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a different sound now. And a oh, yeah. So I've been singing all my life and I love it with all of my heart. Yeah. And I'm a worshiper at heart. And any given Sunday at Victory Tabernacle Church International, uh, I'll, I'll strike out and sing. I like a variety of music. And the one that I want to make certain our young people never forget are the hymns of the church. Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation because they don't know the hymns. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And so my, my, my middle daughter is my worship leader and I, I keep trying to instill in her, hey baby, she said to me, it's a bunch of words. Yeah. But go back, <laughs> you're telling a story. Right, right, right. And then, there, and then there's a shout in the refrain <laughs> that, 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 that needs to be a part of our, our, our yes. So I've yes. been singing, I've been um, been worshiping, and I'm grateful to be where I am now. All of those years of teaching, all of those years of doing that, I believe has prepared me and allowed me the opportunity to be in the position that I'm in now. That's her. amazing, amazing, Bishop, amazing. Uh, if my people now, are you working on a full project? I know you've got this single out, so you're working on your project. Yes, ma'am. Um, I actually am working back in the studio. Getting, I'm sorry, getting ready to go back in the studio. We're having conversations about that, that I might complete the full project. Yes, ma'am. I've got three okay. other songs that I'm working mm -hmm. on. And, and it was interesting the other day, the question was asked me, so what other feature can we expect next? Uh, you're going to hear my voice a lot. Good. That's as it should be. <laughs> yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. As it should be. Tell people where they can get your music from. We're gonna pop in and listen to a little bit of that music. But tell folks where they can find you. I know that you're traveling right now a little bit on tour. So yes. where can they find your music? So all of my music is on all digital platforms. Uh you can go to Spotify, you can go to Apple Music. All the digital platforms will have the music there. Uh, and they can also go to my website, which is M8, I'm sorry, www.mastrickland.com. And there's um, the, the song is there. We'll make sure that they get a hard copy there. Because believe it or not, there are a lot of people who still want to have the CD. Absolutely. Um, Look, when when I got when I got my new car a couple of years ago, I was like, where's my CD player? It's like, oh, that's old. We don't do CD. I was like, wait a minute. I got like a million CDs. Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> 
right. And, and I like to travel, listen to the words. So I got the Bible experience in my, listen. So they yeah. can get a hard copy there. Uh, my social media platforms are Facebook is uh, Michael A. Strickland. Uh, so is Instagram, Michael A. Strickland 15. And so they can get, um, um, they can find me there on my website. They can get a copy of the song and uh, all digital platforms is there. And if they would just like for me to mail them one, they can make that request and we can make that, that happen. All right. And now tell everybody where your church is. So it's the Victory Tabernacle Church International located at 111 Kellytown Road, McDonough, Georgia, 30252. Well, we know that victory is in our praise. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Bishop Michael Strickland joins us today. Thank you so much, Bishop. And we look forward to your great music. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh my gosh, such a joy. To be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Watch the show via PGN TV on all your digital streaming apps or visit us at pgntv.org. We'll see you next time for some good news. God bless you.